Chapter thirty of the Country Parson His Character and Rule of Life. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. The Country Parson His Character and Rule of Life by George Herbert. Chapter thirty The Parson's Consideration of Providence the country parson considering the great aptness country people have to think that all things come by a kind of natural course and that if they sow and soil their grounds they must have corn if they keep and fodder well their cattle they must have milk and calves labors to reduce them to see god's hand in all things and to believe that things are not set in such an inevitable order but that god often changes it according as he sees fit either for reward or punishment to this end he represents to his flock that god hath and exerciseth a threefold power in everything which concerns man the first is a sustaining power the second a governing power the third a spiritual power by his sustaining power he preserves and actuates everything in his being so that corn doth not grow by any other virtue than by that which he continually supplies as the corn needs it without which supply the corn would instantly dry up as a river would if the fountain were stopped and it is observable that if anything could presume of an inevitable course and constancy in its operations certainly it should be either the sun in heaven or the fire on earth by reason of their fierce strong and violent natures yet when god pleased the sun stood still the fire burned not by god's governing power he preserves and orders the references of things one to the other so that though the corn do grow and be preserved in that act by his sustaining power yet if he suit not other things to the growth as seasons and weather and other accidents by his governing power the fairest harvests come to nothing and it is observable that god delights to have men feel and acknowledge and reverence his power and therefore he often overturns things when they are thought past danger that is his time of interposing as when a merchant hath a ship come home after many a storm which it hath escaped he destroys it sometimes in the very haven or if the goods be housed a fire hath broken forth and suddenly consumed them now this he doth that men should perpetuate and not break off their acts of dependence how fair soever the opportunities present themselves so that if a farmer should depend upon god all the year and being ready to put hand to sickle shall then secure himself and think all cocksure then god sends such weather as lays the corn and destroys it or if he depend on god further even till he embalm his corn and then think all sure then god sends a fire and consumes all that he hath for that he ought not to break off but to continue his dependence on god not only before the corn is end but after also and indeed to depend and fear continually the third power is spiritual by which god turns all outward blessings to inward advantages 
so that if a farmer hath both a harvest and that also well in and embarned and continuing safe there yet if god give him not grace to use and utter this well all his advantages are to his loss better were his corn burnt than not spiritually improved and it is observable in this how god's goodness strives with man's refractoriness man would sit down at this world god bids him sell it and purchase a better just as a father who hath in his hand an apple and a piece of gold under it the child comes and with pulling gets the apple out of his father's hand his father bids him throw it away and he will give him the gold for it which the child utterly refusing eats it and is troubled with worms so is the carnal and wilful man with the worm of the grave in this world and the worm of conscience in the next End of chapter thirty